right, welcome back to the Scoop Podcast with your host, Fubin Scoops. Back again to talk some more ball. Just want to get into some Blazers talk because I don't really talk about my team as much as I should, if you haven't noticed. Uh, sometimes I feel like I talk about my team a little too much. But yesterday, watching the game, was, you know, dozing in and out because it's, I thought we was about to get crushed, if I'm being honest. We was going against the 76ers. Thought and B was going to play, and then I was like, "Dang, we're going to have to play some real tough defense." You know, something that we haven't been very, very strong on uh, as of late. You know, we have spurts here and there where we play good defense, but for a whole game, I just playing solid D. It hasn't been a thing, but it was yesterday for sure. Because that third quarter, I oh my goodness, I don't know what got into us. You know, and B didn't play, so. Obviously, it helped us out a whole bunch. We don't have to find a way to lock down a 36-point-per-game player as much as him. We know the type of gravity he attracts on defense, and we don't got the rotations for that. We also don't have the bigs for that because Aiton, not the best defensive player. And then Duop, for sure not the best defensive player. But he'll hustle. Jabari? Not the best de- defensive player, but he'll get in there and, you know, foul him, get some rebounds. He, like, he's going to have some effort, like some real effort, some real effort. But it was – we we kind of dodged a bullet there with no uh, no Embiid. And I just realized he also had no Maxi. I was wondering where his ass was at. We had to watch fucking Patrick Beverly, second option hoops. That should find me, bro. Because he was, he was baking them motherfuckers out there. Not going to lie. He – had a couple points where he was just, you know, showing Scoot that you a rook. You can't be, you can't be a little too, too, too aggressive on defense. Got him to get in quick and early foul trouble. Him and Anthony, so it was starting to look like damn, like early foul trouble. Because that's that'd be our problem for real. Early foul trouble be getting on us, and then we have to rotate the squad too much. And then the only people we got left to rotate the squad with are rookies, and then people that also can't play defense as well or just straight defenders not really any big offensive skill set that they have so it was kind of a tough one in the beginning you know figuring stuff out luckily we had jeremy grant was in his bag still doing his thing hitting clutch ass shots just being a big driver in the offensive force malcolm brogdon just being the orchestrator in the back you know guiding the team on offense Aiden, he was Aiden was doing his thing too, not gonna lie, being the little relay passer, push passer for the team as well. It wasn't grabbing no damn boards though, but it's all good, bro, because Barry was doing that. Barry was on that fucking glass. That glass. And I love seeing him play with so much effort because it, I don't really realize that how much a player that just does the intangibles is important to a team because you know always look at players that sign not that you think of them as a superstar but you want them to all cook you know drop 20 points per game like 10 assists per game 10 rebounds per game or just you know a double double machine and Barry's like he might not be a double double machine he going he going to get you 8 8 to 10 rebounds a game you know, with solid minutes because he's hustling. He's hustling out there just to, to do the dirty work. He's it, the, the stats might not show up in the stat sheet, but he's out there doing the dirty work, hitting as many shots as he can when the you know the opportunity arises for him, and just being just overall 
good role player, honestly. And that's what I love to see. Like that, that I didn't, and, and it's, it's crazy because I honestly didn't think he was going to last as long as he is right now because it was oh, it was hell watching all of them when when Dame sat out last year, and even the year before that, just seeing all those rookies or just players that haven't had experience. It's just like damn, the Blazers were playing crash out basketball, and Barry was part of that squad. Not saying he was part of the crash house, but I'm like, damn, like I don't know nothing about these players. It's just we was playing G League hoops in the NBA. I just gotta, you know, get right with my team, just you know, stay solid and just see who 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 who's you know who do I see the sparkle in their eye. I didn't see it and I didn't personally think that Barry was gonna be one of them, but hey, I'll take it now. He's gonna be a solid role player moving forward in the future. We met we for damn sure better not get rid of him, bro, because Motherfuckers don't be like that on the boards on our team, especially that seven-one goofball at center. Cause he he be picking and choosing when he want to grab five rebounds, bro. Why you have less rebounds than our point guard? Come on now, like damn, dominate some shit. He he dominated you know some offensive things. So I'm not I'm not gonna dig too deep on him, bro. Cause yeah, you you got it, Aiden. you got it for today at least. You know, I'm, I'm going to always criticize you, bro, because you're a max player. You shouldn't be playing like ass or, like, below average, bro. you you a max player. Play like a max player. I want you to do some shit. Get 85 rebounds in one game. Yeah, break Wilt Chamberlain record up for most rebounds. Hopefully that shit not over, like, 40. It probably is, though, because he used to play back with plumbers and mailmen and shit. It's crazy, though, because don't you, don't you guys ever think about it, like, we, the way scoring is right now, moving forward, what we're witnessing, we're seeing, we just saw two 70-point games in the span of two weeks, and then, like, three 60-point games. Like, damn. And that shit is happening right now. We're seeing greatness right in front of us, and people talk about, oh, people don't play defense anymore. Oh, my God, bro. They just let them score. Uh, teams don't value defense. You realize that they was he was scoring, them mothers were scoring that shit on people with the worst defenses in the league. So, obviously, those better get their ass baked. Do you see how skilled the players are in the NBA right now? Like, damn. Give motherfuckers their credit on offense, at least. But the way we moving in the future, bro, it's like, dang. I can already see it now. Like, the kids in the, like, 2040s, 2050s going to be talking about us now. The 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 players, not even they didn't even play real players. They were playing Uber drivers and door dashers like damn nah these are some real nba players we seeing it like the same way we was calling them motherfuckers back in the day milkmen mailmen plumbers they're gonna call them motherfuckers uber drivers door dashers or people that need to work at mcdonald's like sheesh like that shit is always gonna be a loop it's crazy though because you don't really see it until you in it and then you're like, damn. And then you get old and wiser and you're like, yeah, these young kids don't know how it used to be back in the day. Because I wonder how the NBA is going to even evolve from this. Because before, motherfuckers didn't think there was going to be a three-point line. Motherfuckers didn't think a big man was going to be able to stroke a ball from beyond the paint. So I can only imagine how shit's going to be in the future. Is it really going to be like seven, three people at every single position? Is that what it's going to be? We're going to be having real, real deal giants in the game of basketball. I don't know. But, you know, you just got to, I guess you just got to guess or something or just let this shit rock out. For me, I'll just let this shit rock out. I just like enjoying 
the surprise of the game. No need to be predicting every single thing all the time. You know, I'm going to predict some things and I'm going to give my credit where it's due because, yeah, give me my credit when I call some shit for real. But I'm going to still enjoy that process and allow myself to be surprised. But yeah, back to the Blazers, though, because, you know, I don't want to off on a little tangent and shit. But back to the Blazers, though. You know, Jeremy Grant Hoop. Oh, Scooty. Ah, Scooty, you got to push the agenda. You know what I'm saying? Scoot, Scoot Henderson, 20 point fourth quarter. I don't give a fuck if it was garbage time. I don't give a fuck that all the rookies was was in. He still need that development. Why the fuck would he not play the rest of the game? Why wouldn't he? He needs to get the development against whoever it is. Get himself comfortable. The more points he see getting that hoop, the more buckets he drop, the more reps he gets in an NBA game, the better it's going to be for him. The better it's going to be for him. Because why? Why? Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we give him those reps? I don't see any other rookie that had twenty points in a quarter. That's all I got to say. But yeah, we got to give him those reps though because. He young, 19 years old, bro, with a lot of a lot of career left to go in the league. Let him get them reps, man. It's not like we got other players. We got to play in front of him. We got nobody on our team for real, on the bench at least, after, you know, the, the first five people. So, yeah, give him the minutes, man. Let him hoop out. Had 22 points, five for nine from the field, three for four from three. He's he stroking that shit, and they're going to keep leaving him open. He's going he gonna to let that shit fall. You know, let that shit fly. Not for not for the free throw line. That's why I like to see Scoot. That's what I like to see. Two steals in a block. He going to get it done on the defensive end of the floor. You know, just just reduce them fouls because you had four. You you reduced it in the in the second half because you had two in the first quarter. But yeah, like you know, let's stop touching people, man. But you know, that's gonna come with time. But you're so young. They they, they going to get you with the old veteran move. They going to try to. Bait your ass with some shit you ain't seen since 1972. So I, I'm not even going to blame you for that shit, bro. Because them motherfuckers be trying to be sneaky, them old head bitches, bro. <laughs> Let me stop. But good game from him. I'm, I'm happy that he got the reps he needed, had that explosion in the fourth quarter. And, you know, he honestly needed it. And we ended up beating 76 by 26. So all around good night. We beat the fuck out that team. Scoot had a great game. Bari had a great game. Was OC on the glass. And yeah, just just all around good performance. You know, I would have liked to see Tumani get a little bit more minutes, but, you know, it will be a little bit hard to get him minutes and then Matisse Thibel minutes. And then we got to think about when Shady comes back, how the minutes going to affect everybody. Like, yeah, one of these these people got to go. And it's like, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, you did your thing for your team, but you got to go, bro, soon. Just just so you get to a contender, you know, play meaningful basketball. I know you want to teach the, the young bucks, and I would like you to stay as long as you can. But I think I value the playing time more than the mentorship in some instances. Because I know it helped Anthony to not play for a couple of years and sit behind Dame and CJ and watch them play and then learn how they get acclimated to the league. So, you know, it, it helps in both aspects. Um, but I don't know how far we're going to wait. But, I mean, I guess they, they're still young, bro. 19 and 20, like, we don't need to drill 
and extract too much from them people. But yeah, that was a pretty good game. I had the blessing to grace my eyes on. And then the play the Bucks tomorrow, Wednesday. We play them, and that's going to be a very... Ah, it's gonna be a very heartwarming game. Not gonna lie, Dame back at back in Portland. You know they're gonna show that. You know that 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 welcome video. I'm gonna have a tear or eighty in my eyes, thinking about the good old days when you used to just hit shots on everybody, just J everybody. Damn, those were some good times. Not gonna lie, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss you, Dame. But he's gonna come back. Hopefully, he he come back and like. I want him to cook, but damn, you don't got to cook us. You know, let it be a cook sesh. Dame dropped 40, and then Anthony dropped 40. How about that? Or Dame dropped 40, and Scoot dropped 30 or something. I don't know. But something, something along those lines, you know, a little, little good competitive game. And Dog Rivers, if you're hearing me, bruh, you, you know, be the, the same little weird coach you were before, but just for this game, though. You know, the playoffs be serious because I want Dame to get a ring. And he can't, and you can't be in the way of him winning a ring because you're going to have to answer to me. But yeah, it's going to be a very interesting game to see. Doc Rivers coached his first game against the Nuggets yesterday. Blew a double-digit lead. Uh, didn't really tune into that game for real because, you know, other games were took more of my time. And, like, watching them games but and them not utilize Dame as much as I would like, it just doesn't make it fun for me, man. Like I get, I like I fuck with Giannis. I fuck with everybody on the team, but they, but seeing the caliber of player Dame is, and seeing it for years, and people not understanding how he plays or how he's been used, and then seeing him on the Bucks, and now everybody's watching him. They're like, "Oh, Dame, some shit." No, like obviously you use people to their skill sets. You don't switch it up, especially if they've been acclimated to some shit for how many years that he did it in Portland. Are you switching shit up? Like, obviously, he knows that it's not his team, but why let every, everybody else chuck up shots when you know that man could chuck up shots and hit them bitches at a way higher clip than the rest of his team? So, yeah, it's just, it was just weird to me. And obviously, with Doc getting put in the head coaching position over Adrian Griffin, you know, he know he he liked to run the two superstar uh, lineup uh, and just use the fuck out of them. And it's going to be good because, you know, they take the most gravity on defense. So it's going to free up shots for the other team. So the other team is going to free up shots for their own team, not the other team. And they can actually chuck up shots that are open and, you know, viable. Because if they start hitting them bitches, they're going to have to guard them eventually. And then if you leave Dame even an inch of space, that motherfucker cashing it. So I, I trust Doc to implement a better offense because, yeah, that shit is. What, what Adrian Griffin was doing was not working, bro, because that, that record was fluke. That record was basically based entirely off the skills and the stardom that those players bring. And it was basically like player coaching. If we being honest, they probably didn't even listen to that dude. But yeah, run, run them high-ass pick-and-rolls, man. Start the pick-and-roll at the halfway point. It's going to free up so much space. And you think, you think you're think you going to play Dame high up? Cool. 
that whole painted area of that mid-range is open. That, that corner is open. And you think you're going to go low? Dame will pull that shit. And you think he not going to hit it? Run them high pick and rolls, dog. And if you need some help, I got you, bro. Just call me. I'll give you my number and we can we can talk some. We can do some lab work, do some play work, and you know, get the high high powered offense going. You know, I want to be a coach in my uh in my off time sometimes. So yeah, bro, I got you. Just just hit me up, man. I got I got you with the plays, but I I can't give up all my secret sauce for real, because you know, where would I where would I be without my secret sauce? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so looking forward to that game. I wish I could go to Portland right now and see that shit, but it's all good, man. I'll be at one of these games. Dame, I'll see you again, and we we going we gonna chat it up. You know what I'm saying? We gonna chat it up. Yeah, we gonna. I'm looking forward to that game though, and seeing more Blazers ball. Oh, and also seeing Shaden come back because I believe he should be evaluated soon, either this week or next week. Hopefully, you know. The first game he come back, get the little jitters off, you know, minutes, restriction, minutes, limit stuff, you know, get him acclimated to playing a full, but you know, some NBA minutes again, and then stick him right back in the lineup somewhere, give him good 25, 30 minutes a game like he was doing earlier in the season. And then, yeah, just smooth sailing from there. Because I, if we're not training nobody in the straight deadline, I'm guaranteeing you we can make a playoff push, play in push. I'll say play in, but you know. Playoff playing, same shit. If we being honest, you get in the plan, you in the playoffs after you win that first game, unless you like the last seed, then you got to win two games. Then you got to win a lot of games if you're the last seed. Sheesh. But we can make a push if we're not training nobody for sure. We just got to lock in on defense if we've been on it. Lock in on defense, OC. Just a lot of effort, just a lot of effort from everybody. And then Chauncey just got to be better on with the offensive plays. If I'm being honest, running plays, just at least have like, I don't know how many plays that NBA coaches really have for each player, but I I, I want to assume is like five. So I feel like you got to double that. If you know, people got counters to counters to counters to counters. You better have that counter to counter to counter to counter to counter to counter. Yeah, you got to get something like that. So, yeah. We going we we can make this push if we're not training nobody. But if we are training somebody, hey, just development, running plays, develop, let them go out there and rock out. Let them learn. Let them talk to the other team. Let them talk to the vets. Let them you know break your brain down. See what see what's going on in that ball head of yours, Chauncey, and we good. We good. But yeah, we 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 gonna we gonna be good in the future, man. We definitely gonna be good. We just gotta get some things going on the rotation end, and maybe bring in another vet or two, like real vet, like a a real vet, like Jeff Green or something. I obviously Jeff Green, not a a, a free agent, but like a real vet. Like we need, we need to get a real vet on our team. No bullshit. Yeah, we gonna be good in the future, man. But I just wanted to quickly talk about that because I know how important that team is to me and their success. And we're going to go a long way. We're going to go a long way. And I love what I'm seeing right now. So I'm going to see you all next time. Most definitely going to have a guest next week. You know, it's been it's been a week since I've been on this. Jones just had to recap some Blazers talk, some Dame talk. 
But we're going to have a guest next week. We're going to talk, you know, chop it up again. See y'all next time. Peace out.